everybody, and welcome to the Back Issue Hour. I'm Roger. Uh, Mike. And we're here to talk about comic books and nerdy stuff all over again. So I guess I'll start us off by saying, what have we been reading since the last time we had a podcast? Well, I'll, I'll start off right off the bat. I haven't re- been reading anything, so I'm out of this conversation. Oh, Mike, you bastard. What have uh, you been, been reading, reading The Flash, of course. Uh, what again? do you think of it? So, it's amazing. Best rebirth titles. Um, Shade is a force now in the comics. I don't know who that is. But <coughs> well, okay. he's one of uh, Jay Garrick's. Villains. Well, he's a Flash villain. So, oh, yeah. okay. Good. But um, but he's actually trying to be good, and he's stuck in the sh- like. You know how you go at the shadow realm. Yeah. It's, it's kind of <laughs> like that. Like he's stuck in there with all these evil shadows, and he's trying to be good. But like, the shadows in the end take over his ex-girlfriend and uh, Iris West. So Wally West and Flash are stuck in the little shadow realm. <laughs> this this whole Rebirth Flash <laughs> going back and forth, shadow realm, time force. What the hell is going on? It's crazy. And also I've read Civil Blame War. Blame Flashpoint for all of this. Civil War 2 I've read. Flashpoint is responsible for the last eight years at DC. What are you talking about? <laughs> Have you read yeah, Civil War 2? Bl- I, ha- I haven't got caught up on Civil so War So you don't want me to spoil it? You can spoil it all you want. I'm Old Man you. Logan is in Civil War 2. What? <laughs> he was so happy to say that. I've been trying to tell Mike that in, for about a week now. Why is he in Civil War 2? So too? Ulysses, the inhuman who can like see the future and all that, uh-huh. he like went into this like mind fuck where he <coughs> went into the future and was talking to Old Man Logan, and he's like gets attacked by one of the Hulk's kids. Oh. And, um, Old Man Logan kills him, of course. And, um... Who, Hawks kids or Ulysses? Kids. Okay. So, and Ulysses is like, where am I? And you and uh, Old Man Logan tells Ulysses, hey, you're the last Inhuman on Earth. All the Inhumans got pissed off and left already. <laughs> so, they are, all the Inhumans were going off the Earth. And, he, and he's the only one left? Yeah, and um, then he's like, well, why is this, Earth, why is the world like this? And he's like, Blame her. He pushed Iron Man. She pu- she pushed Iron Man too far, blaming Carol Danvers. Yeah. And then in the end, of course, Iron Man's back in a Hulkbuster suit, beating the shit out of Captain Marvel, and that's where we ended. <laughs> well, I haven't read the last two. Uh, it, I haven't read the last two issues, so I didn't even know Iron Man was in the Hulkbuster. I, I, neither did I. Like it was a black and it was like it looked like a War Machine Hulkbuster. Uh, okay. Suit. Like I don't know what it was. So sure it wasn't War. Ma- oh, well, no, War he's, Machine. Yeah, he yeah, kicked yeah I forgot about that. <laughs> See, I haven't read Civil War II since, like, the fourth <coughs> issue, so. And I also started to read American Alien. I didn't finish it I yet. I thought you said you finished American Alien. No, I was going to. Wow, I Matt. Got, I got caught up with. I thought you read, didn't you, there wasn't there something else you read? Or was, did we go over that last time with the Inhumans? I did not finish the Inhumans. Okay. Matt, years. you've had that book for, like, a month. I have And you haven't time. finished. But, um, I've been reading, like, the current American Alien's pretty good. I recommend that. I've been reading. Um, I guess it's my turn. It's your but turn. I've I've been reading. Uh, let's see. I started by reading Archie versus Predator. Good God Almighty, that is such a weird book. But at the same time, it's Archie, so I kind of understood what I was getting into. Um, it's pretty much Archie and his friends won some trip to a, a jungle resort, and the whole time they're there. <laughs> The predator just shows up and starts killing people, but Archie and his fr- gang is c- are completely oblivious to what's going on, and they think so. They just 
people dying around them. They're yeah, like, what's the, going the, on, you know, Jughead? Yeah, there's people dying, and everyone's going, wow, there's like leopards running loose or something. But then near the end, the predator shows up, and they go, what's that? I don't know. Oh, my God, it's going to kill us. And the predator sees, uh, I think her name, uh, I forget what their names were, but the, no, Betty, one of the girls, and falls in love with her and tries to kill her. But she gets attacked by this rich model girl and get, gets gets hurt. And you hear the predator. The predator takes off his helmet and looks at Betty. Goes, Betty? Betty hurt. And, like, starts crying. I was like, what the hell is going on oh here? Oh, my God. But it was it was too it was just stupid and funny and that's what I like about Archie comics is that they're just dumb. You but, read read the weirdest shit. Yeah, but it's... then I, I also got into reading the the first Civil War uh, trade paperback okay. books because I read Punisher War Journal, which is brutal, and uh, the Thunderbolts book, which is pretty cool because it gives you a an insight as to what the Thunderbolts were thinking of which during the Thunderbolts. Civil War. Uh, Zemo's. Okay. It was a uh, Baron Zemo, and he was working with Iron Man and talking yeah. about how he saved Captain America and all this stuff. And I was like, oh, I didn't. Oh, the Thunderbolts tie-in for yeah. Civil War. Okay. I was like, oh, I didn't know any of this stuff was happening. Zemo's not ugly anymore. Yeah, and, and, well, no, he's still he, ugly. He doesn't have the purple suit. He, he, he uses. He did. He's, I, I, he's, he's using the moonstones to keep himself young. So he goes up to Captain America, and he's like, why did I save you? Because I'm trying to be a better person. And he leaves. I was like, wait a minute, what? Meanwhile, Captain America is basically killing Punisher and throwing him out the door. The yeah, night. I was like, and when I'm reading Punisher War Journal, he's going, hey, all these guys are villains, and they kind of need to die. And he he kills them because they're just in plain well, sight in front of Captain America. You read the original America. Civil War, right? Yeah. Or he comes in, and he's like, and oh, he just, this, this he, guy's a bad guy, and he just shoots yeah, two people in the head. Yeah, he just mows them down. Yeah, it's, like, it's a pillager and uh, what's the... I God damn it, it's and, Jack O'Lantern. Yeah, no, 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 not those two that oh. were fighting Spider-Man. I mean, talked, the, the guys, the, gu the guys that were talking to Captain America was like Pillager and somebody else. They were like really old villains, and Punisher just mows him down and is like, "What? What did I do wrong?" And Captain America beats the shit out of him. He's like, "But they're criminals." But in um, the War Journal, it shows he's in like some uh, this POW interrogation room, and Captain America comes in and goes, "Look, I don't like what you did." But I still need you on my team. So he brings him with him, and they start fighting the police. But he doesn't kill cops, so he he just stuns everybody and like just punches them in the neck and knocks them out. But but judo, for, judo chops them in the neck. Judo chop, pretty much. Judo chop. But for all the villains like Stilt Man, <coughs> who is apparently a, a thing, he blows up his legs. How do you and, not know who Stilt Man is? I've never heard he's, of Stilt Man. They, you see his stilts in one of the Netflix shows. Daredevil number seven, or is it eight? That's, one of them. See, that's how far back it was. Cause I don't, but I watched him blow up Stiltman's legs and kill him. I was like, oh, man, this is Stilt getting man. real. I was like, this is getting real. It's Stiltman. Everybody hates Stiltman. <laughs> but then at the end, there's like a bar that's just filled with supervillains, and they're all reminiscing about, yeah, remember when we just robbed a bank and Spider-Man would come and clean our clocks and – you know, nobody, nobody would get hurt. It would just be all in good fun. And then, and then the Punisher just blows it up and kills everybody inside. It's Marvel's cantina scene. Yeah, but the, everybody goes, hey, do you smell some kind of gas? And then everybody starts fighting because they're all drunk. And then the Punisher just blows up the bar and walks away. I was like, holy shit. Well, he, just, right. he just killed almost every villain, every low-level villain yeah. in Marvel history. Well, that's one way to wipe them out. Yeah, pretty much. But other than that, I did read Rom, but I found out the Rom that I got, 
I think I might have already read it, round number four. But it, it's no big deal. It's it's pretty much. We just, go through this every week with Rocket. I, 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 I give him a book, and he's like, I don't have the one prior to this. So he grabs it off the wall and buys it, and then next week he's like, I already have that book. <laughs> every single week. But <laughs> it's is pretty much one of the humans is infested by, with by the dire rates who are the aliens that are coming down trying yeah, to you you talked about this last week. yeah yeah or last but, time we had a show two weeks ago yeah but uh, that's all i've been reading Not, nothing too big except civil war which i like but i'm trying to think if i did read anything uh you read uh, reviews on amazon those count it just uh, i'm just asking what have you been reading it doesn't have to be a comic I haven't been. I didn't read any of You haven't been reading any books. I I haven't been. Do you know I, how to read, Mike? No, I don't. Oh, okay. Uh, that I, that explains it. I, I am. I cannot read. Oh. That's. I own a comic shop. I cannot read. I just. <laughs> I just follow the pictures. Can I get the Avengers? Who's that? That's why, that's why I like the silent issues, like GI Joe Twenty One. I just get to look at pictures. The whole time. <laughs> that's how uh, the, the newest Black Widow is. Like the, the first book, it was all just pictures of her running. Cops. So I was like, all right, this is an easy book. Like, oh, we can go through this real quick. Hey, let me write a review real quick. Nothing. Yeah. This yeah. is perfect. All right. So anyway, I guess since we're talking about comics, we can kind of escalate to our new topic that Matt's real excited about. Matt is I wanna go last. shaking. You're going first. No. Um, we we are doing it off the top of our head, <laughs> so you got to go first. All right. All right. So Matt, ha- Matt has like three pages written no, down on what he wants have. to do. So what what do you think? What do you, as okay, all of us you, all of us being big uh, Marvel fans, what do we right. think? Uh, not necessarily because I'm not doing not mine necessarily on predictions for Civil or for Infinity War. I'm doing more of what I would love to see if anything was possible in the Marvel universe. So it's not necessarily predictions; it's what we would want to see. So Actually, so mine. so to keep to keep things nice and short and give you a brief description. What do you think is going to happen in the Infinity well, War movie? What or what do you want to happen? What do you want to happen? Yeah, what do you want to happen in the Infinity War movie? And mine is pretty much based off what can happen as far as movie rights. Yeah, I went the normal route. The other two are probably going to involve a lot of people that, that can't Marvel get doesn't. MCU. Yeah, Marvel doesn't have rights <laughs> to or that kind of thing. It's and um, I, I like Fantastic. Four, I'm basing exactly. my movies off of if they're still doing Infinity War Part One and. Okay, which okay. they are not. All right. If so anybody doesn't know, they are doing Infinity War as a movie, and then they have an untitled Avengers movie following that. It's not Infinity Part One or and Two. Anymore. Just to preface Matt's reading, you might want to pull up a chair and get I a cup seven, of coffee. He's going to take a while. I have seven small scenes. This is like a Quentin and Tarantino two, movie. And two after credit scenes. Oh, so it's definitely. So he even went into the after credit. I at, didn't even do that. After just, each scene, I want to hear. Like I'm going to like. Time okay. for Matt, you can give me your, your little reaction. All okay. Right. Infinity War Part 1. <laughs> I can't even get the first sentence out without laughing. We open, up, <laughs> we open up to the home planet of the Nova Corps where everything seems normal. Suddenly, a loud explosions happen. People are panicking and running in every direction. The camera shifts to the sky and the Chitauri are invading. The camera then goes to the leaders of the Nova Corps and they order for everyone to ammo up and start fighting. We see a ton of aerial battle and some fighting on the ground. Suddenly, a larger ship appears over the planet. It's Thanos. <laughs> now, does he have the gems at this point? Or? No. Okay. The Chitauri are beginning to outnumber the Nova Corps, and Thanos' ship lands. We then see a random family talking, and they look worried as the kids are crying, reaching for their father. 
The man continues to walk away as the wife yells, Richard, promise me you'll be back. Richard Ryder, a.k.a. Nuba. Dun, dun, dun. Wait, 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 wait. Nuba, so is hold on. Oh. Nova slides on his helmet and gets on his ship and goes to battle. Thanos is now out of his ship and is approaching where the power gem is being held. I think the power gem is where the Nova Corps is, right? Okay. Because they got it all messed remember. up. <clears throat> Several Nova Corps are attempting to attack him, but his bodyguards are taking them out. One gets past and Thanos punches him so hard he just dissolves. Thanos gets into the building and the Nova Corps continues to attempt to attack, but nothing affects him. Thanos then gets in the room with the leader of the Nova Corps and the power gem. The camera then goes to Nova, who is flying a ship, and gets shot down and crash lands into a forest, but he's alright. Because we're going to need him. Um, <laughs> he's, got, he's got main character immunity. <laughs> the camera cuts back and Thanos is standing over all the Nova Corps leaders, holding the spear that contains the power gem. Now, is he standing on a body of Nova Corps? That would, uh, like a mound of bodies, he's just standing yeah. there holding the... Yeah. And see, now, like, I'm making your story better. Thanos then <laughs> leaves the planet. The camera then goes to Nova, limping back to his home, shouting for his family, and his house is destroyed and on fire as Nova begins screaming. The camera then fades out and goes to Infinity War. That was just the title scroll? That was the first scene. That was the title scroll, uh, right before the title scroll. So, okay. my, so my biggest question is, why is Nova living on Nova Prime when he's a human and he lives on Earth? Okay, this is bef- this is like introducing him. This isn't a no, Nova but, but origin story. No, I'm saying, but if you're introducing him, why would he be living on Nova Prime <laughs> if he's a human? You're going to have to change things around for the movie, and that would set the tone. Um, unless that, it's a different version oh, of Nova. That, that would set the tone for... This is Richard Ryder. So he would be on Earth. <laughs> Basically, you're going to have to change some things around, so that would set the tone for what's to come in the movie. You know, it's not... Just because he's not on Earth, you know, we have changes in the Marvel Universe already that are... Or Marvel Cinematic No, we don't. Universe. We only have... All right, Ryan, stop right, cutting me here's off. Here's my next scene. Hey, hold on. Let me get the stars. That would set the tone for the movie. There's changes in the Marvel Cinematic Universe that aren't in the books, etc., etc. Go, man. All right. Scene number two. <coughs> the camera then cuts to Avengers headquarters, and Iron Man and War Machine are watching the news. They see the Wrecking Crew destroying the area, an area of Chicago. So I'm introducing the Wrecking Crew. War Machine seems worried, but Iron Man assures him to keep watching. We then cut to the scene of the crime, and the Wrecking Crew gets beat down by now by the now secret Avengers. Captain America, Falcon, Black Widow, Scarlet Witch, Ant-Man, and Hawkeye. At the end of the battle, Captain looks up at the news chopper and salutes, and then runs off, and they all disappear. The camera then goes back to Iron Man and War Machine, arguing over why they aren't capturing them, and Iron Man refuses. Vision appears in his classy suit. <laughs> And he informs Iron Man someone was there to see him. In walks Doctor Strange. They all get to talking, and Iron Man tries to go for the mustache prototype, but Doctor Strange doesn't find it funny. <laughs> mustache <laughs> Strange. <laughs> Strange shows the shows the three the Eye of Agamotto, informs them of its powers, and that there is a Mad Titan searching for it, and all the other stones. He informs them that the Vision holds one in his head, and the other two are scattered. Now and that the Titan already has one for the power gem. Did Doctor Strange figure out that the Mad Titan is in, <coughs> from the Thor movie? Is that where he figures out the Mad Titan search from? Because as of now, the only person that knows about Thanos that has been to Earth well, we, you gotta is think, We don't really Thor. know how he found out. Like, it could be the ancient one. That's what I'm thinking. Like, well, the ancient one knows all But, you know, he, she didn't really teach him a whole lot. So, you know, you have to set that up in the previous <clears> movies. Like, Thor, you know, he helps 
find Odin and, you know, Thor helps Doctor Strange, you know, figure out what's going on. Yeah. I mean, Does Dormammu make an appearance since Doctor um, Strange is here? We might. Oh, okay. Alright, scene three. The camera then goes to the home of the Collector. We're leaving the plane. Oh my god, there's so many introductions. He, he's now, Collector's already been introduced. He is talking to a slave girls and Cosmo the dog. In the back, and Cosmo the dog is in the background, and then a loud explosion happens. The Collector then sees the Chitauri and looks at the reality gem and then realizes Thanos is looking for it. Um, I was... Roger was trying to figure uh, out who the collector was in the movies. The, the collector leaves his compound and leaves the reality gem behind. Oh shit! Did I say that wrong? Oh no, the reality gem behind. The Chartari get it into the, get into the compound and kill the slave girls and kill Cosmo. They kill the dog. That's messed up. I like dogs. The Chartari grab the reality gem and present it to Thanos, who then leave the planet. When they leave the camera, when when they leave, the camera shifts back inside the now demolished compound and a large cocoon is seen lying on the ground. Pulsing and a red light is beginning to shine from it. That's the end of that scene. Now, is it going to be Warlock, or are you going to follow along with what Marvel's doing, supposedly with her instead of him? Mm, Kismet instead of Warlock. Okay. Just wondering. (coughs) All right. Any comments, Rob? No. There's a lot of these characters I don't know any. I I know about the Collector, because I had the first appearance of him. But I don't have any of the... I, I don't know anything about who Cosmo the Cosmo is, Cosmo is a Russian Cosmo um, another one from Guardians of the Galaxy at the end scene the dog licking him it was a space dog you know the Russians sent up in the space you remember how they were sending animals yeah. in space Cosmo is one of the dogs they sent up and happened to you know go <laughs> off into space alright next scene we then join the Secret Avengers and they are conversing and debating on when Iron Man will come to find them that's a, pretty much the end of Civil War Cap assures he won't and me and he may need them one day. They then see a large lightning bolt from the sky, and Thor appears with Bruce Banner. You know, because that's what's supposed to be supposed to happen. Thor Ragnarok, Ragnarok is going to be a cross between a Thor movie and Planet Hawk, where you know, or no, World War Hulk, whichever one. They're supposed to battle with Thor and that <clears throat> kind of stuff. And of course, Ragnarok is the death of Asgard. So. Sure. Set the stage for that. Sure. Well, also Ragnarok <laughs> is the name of the robotic Thor that uh, that as well Reed Richards makes in response to so Thor leaving. We'll see. You know, where, and hopefully they bring in some other characters that we're hoping for, but we'll see. Maybe they'll that. bring out the female Thor. Who knows? Not necessarily that, but better Raybill is what a lot of people are hoping for. Mm-hmm. Thor shows them the space gem and explains what it does and warns them of Thanos, who was already had who already has two of the five stones. And that they need to find the other two. Bruce Banner and Black Widow have their awkward moment. You know, because from, uh, what, what was it? Avengers Age of Ultron. They then realize they all must go back to Avengers headquarters. Cap gets a call from Iron Man and they converse. That's, it. That's the end of that scene. That's a, that was a quick scene. This next scene is also a quick scene, so I'll just combine them together. We go Maybe on board. kind of quick period thing. We're we going get through a long, for an hour podcast, we're going through a three hour movie. We, yeah. go, we, we go on board Thanos' ship where, he, where his second-in-command informs him that the remainder of the stones are now on Earth. Thanos then locks in the power gem and the reality gem inside the Infinity Gauntlet and informs him to tell everyone to head for Earth. All right. We're only doing Infinity Gauntlet, or Infinity War Part 1. I hope you know that. Oh, so we'll do the Part 2 next time. <laughs> we'll have to do the Part 2 another time because this is taking way too long. It, it, I'm sorry. That's what I'm saying. We then go to Roger's Iron... falling asleep. We need a quick summary. <laughs> we then go to Iron Man, War Machine, Vision, Doctor Strange, and Spider-Man, all conversing, and they are informed by Friday that someone is on the property. In walks the Secret Avengers and Thor and Bruce Banner. 
There's a lot of tension as the brief argument breaks out, and Bruce then shouts for everyone to shut up, and everyone freaks out because, you know, he's probably going to Hulk out. <clears throat> Does Hawkeye kill him? <laughs> <laughs> they all converse about the Infinity Stones, and then someone en- else enters the room. Black Panther and Winter Soldier. Iron Lucky Man- Barnes? Iron Man freaks out about Winter Soldier being there, and a fight breaks out. Bruce manages to run off and hide. Does he have his robotic arm back? Did Black Panther give that back to him? Yeah, let's just say. Okay. He, uh, Bruce Banner manages to hide and, and while everybody else battles in the field. Black Widow finds Bruce and tries to calm him down, whoa, but only whoa. stresses out. Hold on. Hold on. Stop right there. They battle in a field. They were just inside of a building. How'd they get to the field? The fucking window broke, and they, everybody's fighting outside. What, they just... What's it, a ground it's a level? It's headquarters. Okay, so it's ground field. level. Yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> so you're throwing them out of a... Why don't they fight foot? inside the building? That would be better action. Black that field Widow is no fun. Bruce and tries to calm him down, but only stresses <laughs> him out, and Bruce turns into the Hulk. only thing that would be good about a field is for, uh, Hulk could pick up a tree and just beat everybody Bruce with it. Goes, and then the Hulk goes crazy on everybody. Suddenly a loud bang is heard, and the Chitauri and Thanos are now flying towards Avengers headquarters. Everyone stops fighting, and... The, the Chitauri, oh fuck, I worded this wrong. Chitauri don't attack, but ho- they hold, the Chitauri hold back. Thanos' ship lands, and he exits the ship and demands they hand over the rest of the gems. They refuse, of course, and a big battle breaks out. And they all die. Thanos manages to kill War Machine, Vision, Ant-Man, and Hawkeye. Thanos now has the Mind Gem. Thanos realizes he can use Vision to his advantage and puts the Mind Gem back on Vision, but Vision doesn't seem right. Vision then kills everyone except for Iron Man, Winter Soldier, Doctor Strange, and Captain America. Uh, Thanos then kills Captain America and then kills Vision again and takes the mind gem. Jesus. Iron Man <laughs> He's like, nope, die, I'm alive, die, alive. Uh, oh, let, me, let me take that back. Iron okay. Man realizes his vision he had from Age of Ultron had come true as Strange gathers Winter Soldier and Iron Man together and they make a run for it. And all of a sudden, poof, they're gone. Thanos appears mad, but then he realizes the space gem and the time gem were now his, because I guess Doctor Strange dropped it with him. Let's just say that. He puts all the gems on the Infinity Gauntlet and informs the Chitauri they won't destroy Earth. He feels they can enslave Earth and use it, its resources to their advantage. Thanos leaves as the camera shows all the dead Avengers. Thanos leaves the planet, but some of the Chitauri stay behind. We then go to the Temple of the Ancient One, where Strange, Iron Man, Winter Soldier were transported from... The help of the Ancient One. They all discuss what will happen now that Thanos... So who is the Ancient One? The bald bitch. She's dead. I haven't seen it yet, sorry. Well, guess what? She's dead. Okay, well, this is my movie. There's a, well, the Ancient One takes a lot of form. There I know, some. but I'm trying yeah, to yeah. figure out who's going to be the Ancient One, because okay. Doctor Strange eventually becomes the Ancient One. Okay, yeah. well, we're going to find out. Not Sorcerer Supreme, not the Ancient yeah, One. Yeah, well, technically, that's kind of We're going to end same the level. movie in Empire Strikes Back fashion, and then here's my two after credit scenes, which are very quick. Nova, the first one, Nova is seen working on a suit and he is now able to fly. And he says the Guardians are our only hope now as he flies off. After credit scene two, the Collector manages. in the hands of Star Lord. That's going to be fun. Yeah. <laughs> After credit scene two, the Collector manages to return to his compound and sees the cocoon is fully opened up. He looks over with a shocked look on his face and the camera shows Warlock. Okay. My movie's over. Okay. All right. All right. <laughs> that took forever. How, what did you guys think? Would you guys I, see that? It, I would see. There's a lot of stuff that would have to be ironed out. You know, you're introducing a lot of people without any backstory. That yeah, like but that's what they did. That's what a lot of the movies are doing. But they're not. But no, but they're doing backstories. They do them in previous movies. Like the well, see, I'm just confused about how they're gonna. You plan on adding in like not not the collector because collector's guess, already in yeah, there. Yeah, they'll take care of the collector. 
You didn't say anything about Captain Marvel, who's somewhat kind of already been introduced. You gotta wait till the second one. But she's already kind of been introduced. You gotta wait till the Or Thanos. Like, there's no real backstory behind him. He just shows up and starts killing people. We don't know why. backstory for Thanos. But you can't... People like Thanos, you still have to go into why he's doing this. Yeah, he needs a motivation. Why he's collecting the stones. He's a mad titan. But that's not why he collects the stones to make the gauntlet. The MCU's gonna... So this is just an outline. They can iron out. Yeah. The, Would you the rather me read the second one? It explains everything. God no. No. <laughs> no. So so real quick, I'll just run through what I want to happen. I don't have like a big script, but okay. Um, pretty much all I want to see is at the very least, it some sort of rendition of the Nova Corps fighting with Thanos and its forces. Okay. Either in space or on or, or around Earth, going okay. We know you're a big you're a big problem. If you get the Infinity Gauntlet, pretty much the universe could end. Yeah. So we're gonna beat the crap out of you. But at the same time, I wish it would end like the comics, where Thanos has the Infinity Gauntlet complete, but then they trick him and they beat him up anyway. Huh. He's that's, like, I have infinite power. That's, that's kind oh, of your, your shoes untied, huh? <laughs> I, I wouldn't want the tricking part, but it's kind of how mine would go. I'd want you know, I'd love for him to have all their rights back. You know. Fox work with them like uh, Sony is doing for a deal they can work out where they can do an Infinity Gauntlet style book. You know, I don't want him to get punked so much like he did. Like, yeah. oh my god, my shoes are tied. But you know, I want him to establish that he's so confident in his power that that he he, fe- he feels like he can't be beat, and can't be beaten. Get, he's so cocky beaten. that he gets beat yeah. because of that, which is kind of what they started with uh, Infinity Gauntlet. Um, but what I'd like to have is with them having the power back since they aren't doing two infinity war movies now have them beat thanos in that one but i don't want them to keep bringing thanos back mm-hmm. i i want him once they're done with thanos that be a one-off yeah that's why fantastic four getting them back is so important to what i would want because then you open up the whole cosmic realm you have now, the silver you, you get silver surfer you get the scroll you get can, you get a ton silver of people surfer. Silver you get Surfer. a ton of people. You get Galactus because we well. can we can undo that terrible Silver Surfer movie. But and you can have well, you don't you Silver don't even Surfer. you don't even do, pay attention to that. But then what that does is instead of all these Avengers based you know uh, Avengers Earth based movies, you can start going into the cosmic stuff because Guardians worked really well for them, but they don't have a big well known team where you can then start going into cosmic stuff and you can have your Earth based Avengers and you have your you know, Guardian Fantastic style, Four, Fantastic or, or Four. Nova, and or you can expand the universe a little bit instead of you know, hey, we have people in space, but we've only really done one movie in space. You know, mm-hmm. the cosmic stuff, we never explored really any other mm-hmm. worlds a whole lot, and you know, everything's pretty much based on Earth, and you know, it's going to get old. It, it's mm-hmm. people are going to start getting tired of seeing Avengers over and over and fighting the same type of villains over and over. Where that's what everybody's excited for. Thanos is he's this new villain. He's ultra powerful. See, that's where I, that's where I like Doctor Strange, and I think they they could use that to their advantage and that, too. And that's where I think they're they going could, with it is they're going to bring in Dormammu after Thanos because he's another big villain that they have that's extremely powerful that they can build up he, to over te- the next. He technically <laughs> Thanos years. Thanos can die, but Dormammu technically can't die because he's not yeah, of this. He's but, not of our dimension. But there's ways you could you know they, yeah you can just banish him for a long time or whatever, and then they could bring out I don't know Shumagorath or. Uh, they could bring out death from from yeah. Deadpool. Uh, or they could bring the out, eternal beings. Yeah, they, they could, could bring out the eternal beings. They could bring out uh, any mm. villains from Guardians of the Galaxy exactly. or any of that stuff. 
And, and Any, anybody that could be a constant villain and not go. There's, there's oh, so many of them. Like what they did in the Civil War where they had Zemo, where they had Crossbones show up from Winter Soldier, and then they just kill him off. And yeah. you're like, oh, okay, Crossbones, a but, cool you know, villain, they, just dead. That's kind of, they set up, they were setting up a thing. That's what, the problem with what Matt was saying is all the, he's introducing all these characters in one movie, but there's no real, we don't. Without having the movies going up to it, we don't have the backstory leading. And you don't get invested in it. Exactly. Black Panther didn't have a big origin story in Civil War. He was just thrown at it. But he really did. You know, they set it up. It wasn't a long, drawn-out one, but they set it up by, you know, his father dying, his revenge plot. Now, the next one is going to be about him. But they they set him up in that movie as a side character and then introduced him. In his own movie. I was looking at my second movie. It's not that long. No, we're not doing that. <laughs> the second one's the best. I No. <laughs> okay. Not this time. All right. Yeah, not this so, time. are you satisfied with... Yeah, I'm, okay. I'm, I just have general predictions. I'm okay. like, like a, a rough idea of what I expect. In it, my second part, I have more debuts. Stop. No, I'm just telling <laughs> with you. With the second part. No, in my second part, there is more debuts. Okay, but... Next just, time. Just stop. <laughs> Why can't I just tell you there's more debuts? Um... Next one we're going. Next thing we're going to talk about is. Well, uh, spe- uh, yeah, spe- speaking of movies, I figure yeah, movies. You know, I about. haven't seen any this week. Yeah, um, Matt seen hasn't seen now? any. I saw parts of uh, uh, the last Star Trek movie, but we're not going to go into that because I didn't Ooh, pay attention. They made all, a new Star Trek movie. The it was a few months back. Well, see, that's how much I pay attention to that stuff because I. Know but I, Roger saw a new movie. What'd you see, Roger? So over on um, Thanksgiving, I went with my family. We saw Hacksaw Ridge, which was a really cool movie. I based on a true story. Yeah, it's it's a it's a World War II movie about um, a man who grew up. I th- I think he grew up in South Carolina. He was a, a conscientious objector and a Seven Day Adventist, which was there. Th- if you don't know against what they are, killing, yeah, against, they're yeah. they're strongly against killing, and and any, they follow the Ten Commandments pretty much to the letter. Like yeah. Thou shalt not kill means for anything. But the, the guy joins the army, and he does it because he wants to be a combat medic. and He wants to save people, not yeah, kill people. Yeah, he wants people. to save lives, and he gets to basic training, and he doesn't want to pick up a gun because that's against his religious belief yeah. of not killing people. And all of his commanding officers are trying to get him kicked out of the military. They're trying to embarrass this man by you know, making him out to be a coward or somebody that doesn't want to follow orders. And he's like, no, 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 no. It's not. He's like, I'll willingly follow orders. I just won't kill anybody. Yeah. And Which they, is kind of not following orders in a time of war. Yeah, you, know, it's, you can't really. One, one part of the trailer they had, because I don't want to spoil the, the whole yeah. movie, but they were the his uh, captain was going, you know, a lot of killing does happen in war. And he goes, well, I just don't want to kill anybody. But his, went, okay. his standpoint was, I want to save people, not yeah. kill them. But what happened was he got like a letter from the Senate saying that even though he's a conscientious objector, his right to not hold a gun should be honored and him being in the military. So he didn't get dishonorably discharged. Okay. He got sent to the Pacific Front to um, Okinawa in Japan. Yeah. And they were at this place called Hacksaw Ridge where everybody – tons of people were dying. All the assaults were it, failing. If you don't and, know about Hacksaw Ridge, it, it's a well-known battle that you know – Many, many people died. Yeah, he and what he did was um, under while that we were shelling our while our navy was shelling the the ridge to try and keep the Japanese forces at bay, even though they were all underground. Yeah, and that's why it was so deadly because they had tunnels and that kind of stuff that we couldn't beat with shelling. Mm -hmm. And uh, what he would do is he went through all that shelling and through all that gunfire, and he saved 
about 75 people. Drug them out. Yeah, he, dr- he was dragging them out. While he was being shelled, while there was shelling going on, people were shooting at him. He's dragging these people out, and it was just him because everyone else had left. Yeah. Just him dragging these people out and taking, like, tying them up on these ropes and dragging them down the mountain so that um, his allies could bring them down to the field hospital. And he was the first conscientious objector to ever be awarded a Medal of Honor. I was like, this is a really cool movie. Yeah. And they, they were, like, spot on with the history, too. And, and it kind of shows just because you object to something doesn't mean you're a coward. Yeah, because the whole time everybody's going, this guy's a coward. He doesn't want to shoot anybody. But They're thinking he, he doesn't proved... want to be in the war, and he's afraid to be in the war. In reality, you know, he's braver than most of the yeah, guys he, that were there. He, he just he, didn't want to kill people. They, they have interviews at the end of the movie with him and uh, all of the people that were like, I felt so bad when I, call, when I called him a coward, and he was dragging me out of that war. I was crying. Like, I'm so sorry. I'm so, so he was, was like, saving the people that he – Yeah, because yeah. in that sort of a situation, you can't go, oh, you called me a coward. I'm going to leave you. You're like, yeah. we're brothers in arms. You're yeah. coming with me, dead or alive. You're getting out of here. So, but I I thought it was a it was a great movie and if if you haven't seen it or even heard of it I'd suggest you recommend see it, cause, it yeah because it, it puts you into a per, it, it gives it you gives a perspective. perspective on other people yeah it, it shows you what some of the because it, it opened a new door for me I didn't even know conscientious objectors did get the Medal of Honor but I when I I did some research at home and there were people from spanning from World War II up to Desert Storm yeah. that were getting the Medal of Honor just for not one, they were conscientious objectors and they were medics that did things like shield people from grenade blasts or exactly. run up in the machine gun fire just to hold to uh, cover their teammates while other people were trying to drag them out all sorts of stuff so okay. but i i thought it was nice all right so you'd recommend people yeah i would i would recommend okay did anybody play any new video games um no? i ha- i haven't but um i did upgrade my computer the other day so I could count that as playing new video games. That's not playing. No, because I was, I was playing. I, I played Overwatch on it. And so I, it played oh a God, lot better. It plays so much better. Okay, that is. But that's it is, not a new game review. No. So. Okay. All right. Oh, Andrew Garfield was in Hacksaws. I didn't know that. Yeah. Spider-Man. <laughs> but um, ten minutes. Well, no, late. no. I guess I did. I guess I have played a new game because I did play the Skyrim Ultimate Edition that had okay. mods. <laughs> it's too. It's funny because all I did was I. Um, there was a mod called the Kenny Loggins mod because it's just Skyrim. If you played Skyrim, you know what it's about. Yeah. But I put I put the Kenny Loggins mod on there, which made all the dragons into fighter jets. And when the dragons came out came around, it changed the music to Highway to the Danger Zone. <laughs> so in the very be- in the intro scene, you uh you hear the and it has like a plane en- engine sound when the dragons coming instead of roaring. So in the beginning, when you're about to get your head chopped off, you and everyone's like, what in oblivion is that? And then you just hear, highway to the danger zone. And you just oh, see this on. fighter jet just New landing thing. on a tower. Roger is singing a 80s song yeah. every show now. But, <laughs> I saw a um, mod where Thomas the Tank Engine. Yeah, that one too. Yeah. <laughs> not, it changes the, same the song thing, to the Thomas Do you theme. remember being Rickroll with all that? Yes. <laughs> Somebody posted something the other day. Rick Astley is having another concert, and they pose the question: Is this an, is this for real, or is it just an elaborate Rick roll? And I want, I personally wanted to be both. I, I wanted him to go up there and just play that song and stand on stage and stare at everybody. You show, you show up, and he just has a big screen and do 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 Everyone's like, no. Oh god, that, that was horrible when that was going on. Okay, so next topic, back to what we usually talk about. Um, 
what side of Civil War do you support with the current? Oh book? yeah, yeah, yeah. So a little bit of backstory on because I wrote this, but a little bit because we've been talking about reading Civil War books and Civil War stuff. Civil War is a big deal in the Marvel universe. So how what side would we be on if we were in the Civil War? You know, if right. you, and it can be any of them. So Civil I'll War. I'll start off since Matt. Look, he has a big smile on his face. So yeah. I know he wants to talk a lot. Yeah. So, um, no, so I don't want to talk. More. Basically, I'd be on. Like, the first Civil War, I was on Cap's side because, mm-hmm. you know, it, it just – he's lived through, you know, all that kind of stuff. Um, this one, I'd be on Iron Man's side and Cap's side because it, it's the whole minority report thing like we were talking about before where yeah. if you, – you may see it happen, but is there a way you can affect so that doesn't happen without, you know, locking these people up just because, you know – you see it happen doesn't mean it's going to happen. And now that you know it's going to happen, does that affect you from not doing it anymore? Mm-hmm. So that's why I'd be on their side. See, for me, oh well, we'll let Matt go. Um, I'll go at first, him. I would be on Captain Marvel's side, but then, like as time went on, I would probably realize she's pretty. As we know, as we found out in the past, Matt does not like Captain Marvel in these books. He no. really oh, God, hates no. her. No, 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 no. So no. we're not, we're colorful. just going to skip over Matt yeah. now, so we know which side he's not. on. <laughs> He has some colorful words about Captain Marvel. I mean, Captain at first Marvel. I'd be on her side, but then, like, I would realize, no. She's she's gone power crazy. Yeah. So, Roger, since you so, wrote it, you must have some so type for of the, opinion for on it. Because uh, I have one for both Civil Wars, even though I haven't read Civil War a lot. Uh, for first Civil War, I, my side would kind of lean more towards Iron Man <sighs> with pro-reg. With pro but, 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 but not because... But the not problem be- with pro-reg is they can only act... On what say the UN says? Oh no! So so so, so the just, only well that's what Cap was against. He was against. It wasn't necessarily the regulation. Mm-hmm. It was the fact that you know they know who we are, and now they can use us for what they want, not necessarily what we want to save people from. They want to regulate it so they can do it. And then when you get governments involved, mm-hmm. then they have ulterior motives. You know, hey, go into this country and do this, but we don't. They're not giving us all the information on. Where so we're so, by ourselves, we know what information. So we in have. that, that's why I said I lean a little towards Iron Man's idea, but at the same, I lean more towards Captain America because I I feel that in this sort of situation, personal freedoms should trump the safety of like the whole when these people have their livelihoods at stake. But Iron Man kind of has a point when he says they're being a little bit the the superheroes are being a little bit selfish. When they're when they're saying you can't reveal our identities to people because it'll affect our lives, but when Iron Man goes, but when people like the New Guardians are assisting in blow, pretty much uh, having a hand in blowing well, up entire towns, necessi- there's, there, they, someone has to be held accountable. And if you don't know who it is, you're I'm like, I'm not well, necessarily whatever. against the revealing who they are, but that's not really what the underlying tone yeah, of Civil that, War was. It was more the control over who they are. Yeah, because you I mean Spider Man and unmasked himself you know that was the big thing that was the big that was the big reveal um, but the like, like what about I'm, the second Civil like War? well to, to finish up for the first one real quick, the, I, don't, the, I don't want you to finish up okay. i'm just joking right. go ahead but um pretty much the only the only thing i agree with for iron man is that there should at least be some sort of checks and balance with the heroes so they don't have free reign to do whatever they checks want. and balances are okay but like you the, can't be under government control the Pun- punisher says it perfectly in, a, in one of moon knight's books when he talks about uh, registration with moon knight they say look 
I don't care if they know who I am, as long as only other superheroes know who I am. If everybody and their mother knows who we are, then we're in trouble. But yeah, if, because if, then if you like, get attacked by everybody else. Yeah, if, like, Captain America knows that Mark Spector is Moon Knight, he can show up at Spector's house and go, yo, man, I need some we help. We need help. Yeah. Or if something happens with Mark Spector where he does something bad, he can show up at his house and be like, look, we gotta take you. Yeah, he's like, we gotta, we gotta talk this out. But, okay. um... Captain America's more. I think he's a little more right because he's like, look, stay out of our business. Yeah, he's he's lived through that kind of thing with yeah. World War Two. I mean, it's kind of. And so. for Civil War Two, I kind of I'm not more on the Iron Man and Cap side. I think we all the, kind yeah, because the same it's, the same deal with Minority Report, where just because you know somebody's about to do something wrong doesn't mean you can arrest them. For and it, it doesn't mean they're actually going to do it because yeah, if it, if, it, if, you, no, if you it's if you know you're going to die at a certain date. Would you live your life differently than if you didn't know? Well, like, like if Ulysses knows that the Hulk is going to go crazy and, you know, start killing everybody, five, if, even if he knows it, like, 20 years from now. <laughs> Sorry, Matt's well, giving me this look. He's still mad that he didn't get to finish his <laughs> Infinity no, no, War. No, no, no. But <laughs> if, if Ulysses knows, say, 20 years from now that Wolverine's going to go insane and start killing everybody, does that mean they can walk up to Wolverine five minutes from now and go, you're dead? And then well, just shoot him. Let's be honest, that wouldn't really work anyway. But I, still, I, I know. But I'm saying right. well, exactly. It's yeah, a we're, we're all on the same page for that. Um, so anyway, what's I, the next thing we we're can getting move to? On I to have, the next thing. Okay, I brought this one up to everybody. We have a little group message that we exchange ideas. Um, what's everybody think of Warner Brothers possibly streaming all DC content online and oh, on, like their TV shows? They're basically stuff? doing thinking about doing a you know kind of how Netflix is streaming. But with DC properties, the cartoons, the movies, that kind of stuff. Ooh, that would be cool. I'm kind of getting, like, my wallet's starting to get a little tired from all this. Yeah, um, <laughs> but that's they're trying to get it to the point where I, like, a lot of people now are canceling cable subscriptions because they cost, you know, $150, $200 usually for a lot of channels, where Netflix is how much? $12.99, $14.99, whatever it's it is. It's going up. Yeah, but... You know, it's still fourteen ninety nine for all that, fourteen ninety nine for all that plus you know Hulu to get the regular stuff. You know, all these things. Yeah, it's a lot, Hulu, it's a lot cheaper. You're and just, Hulu gives you a lot of foreign TV that you don't get to watch. Like, you know, there, if there, you're into anime, you can watch all sorts of anime. There's and, there's a ton of you know stuff like that. Amazon Prime is another one. Oh, with the yeah. or Amazon Prime Fire Sticks. You know that mm -hmm. kind of stuff. You you can open it up a lot with that. So, I'm kind of. I'm excited to see it because if they're going to constantly be streaming all the DC stuff, there's a lot of DC stuff I like to watch, but I never get to see it on. Mm -hmm. um, it's I would I would like it because I could get to I could relive my old childhood memories of watching Batman the animated series, a animated and, series, or, will be on, or watching know? like Batman Beyond and just going insane at exactly. the at the rendition or his new sort of villains like the, I forget his name, but that green guy with like where you could see a skull because he like fell in a vat of acid or something. I forget his name, but he was real cool and like see that that the just the old school cartoons well, and some of the new movies. Possibly be you know Batman sixty six maybe Ooh, and you yeah, know that, that I, I never get to watch that anymore Adam, unless you the, the crazy old Adam West. Yeah, shows. it's oh what is it the famous you know, what do you how do you dispose of a bomb? Yeah. Uh, you hold it over your head and you throw it. There is a channel that shows Batman sixty six every Saturday. Well, I'm just saying, you know, if it's streaming, we get any DC yeah, content at any time. I'm one of the people, I'm old-fashioned. I like to physically hold. Like, I still buy CDs. Oh, I, I, I buy DVDs all the time. I just like to have them because not everything's on all at once. So, you know, if I want to watch a movie, I can run to my wall of DVDs and grab it off and play it, you know. But 
but I, I do like the streaming of different content because it, it, it's, it allows us to see a lot more stuff that we, like you said, so on Saturday, I might, I'm off on Mondays. I'm not off on Saturdays. Mm-hmm. So I, after I get done doing what I'm doing, I could go and turn on Batman 66 on a Monday. Or you so. could watch Batman Bad Blood, the movie. Exactly. You, know, you could watch Shazam versus Black Adam. Any number of digital, pro- or any number of video properties, properties that are DC, you yeah. could watch at pretty much any time. So, well, I guess. Well, do you think? Uh, honestly, I guess the the biggest question for that though is, do you think it's really a threat to Netflix? Because I know they're trying well, to the, get into that. The, the thing is, um, it's not a threat to Netflix yet. But what I've heard is Marvel is possible, or Disney is possibly acquiring Netflix. Um, Ooh, yeah. So, putting Civil War on Netflix on Christmas. But Disney's possibly buying the company so that would you know mm-hmm. that's another thing that disney owns with all their properties and so dc doing a streaming thing isn't too unheard of because if netflix is now owned by marvel and disney why would they put dc properties on there yeah and that that's takes a out point. a whole another thing of people watching dc properties mm-hmm. well speaking of dc it's well, as you said speaking of marvel we were just talking about disney and marvel um quite a point of argument with especially if you've seen spider-man 2 and you've read the spider-man comics um there's a lot of argument as to how who who really killed gwen stacy that's the question please that is the real question about the cry and that movie that (laughs) this go and comic movie comic whatever which one you well in the movie like watching oh and gwen stacy died i almost cried i laughed (laughs) jesus because no, I was like, like, I was like, ha It's, ha. it's well, not even like when uh, that, she I died. Didn't like, I didn't even see it's that. How she died. It's how she That and like in the like afterwards, like when he's just sitting at her grave the whole time, it's just like, God damn. Well, like cause that, you could imagine going, you can't they, imagine going through. They that. showed that in the movie as definitive. He killed her. Um, he in did the, in the in the movie, in the comic for no, years. He didn't kill her in the movie. For the co- he did. No, didn't she hit the ground in the movie? She didn't. Yeah, she you heard thump and then he gets her. It was he snapped her right before she hit the ground. She hit right before she hit the pulled up. But anyway, I can't in the movie Peter Parker snaps Gwen Stacy's neck with the web. In the comics, it was always did Peter Parker kill her or did Green Green Goblin Goblin kill her before he threw her off? Goblin Green. Before he threw her off, because you know, she doesn't talk the whole way down, so is she dead already or is she, she just unconscious? Out. Yeah, and then that was always the big thing. That's why part Peter killed Goblin in the next issue, and it, it tormented Peter Parker for a long time. With was I did I kill Gwen by snapping her neck when I called her, or did Goblin kill her? You know? See, I I would suspect that it was Spider Man because in the Civil War books, when he gets attacked by the Jester and Jack O' Lantern. He tells them when he's under the influence of their drugs, he's like, "Did I tell you that my girlfriend died of a broken neck?" But he, sound, th- but he didn't. Yeah. Well, the, the same that's time, the didn't, thing. It didn't seem very. He didn't say I I broke my girlfriend's yeah, neck. Yeah, he just said of a broken neck. But that's the but. thing. Did Goblin break her neck before he threw her off? That's a good. Or, co- that is or a good did question. did Peter break her neck when he? Caught I don't her? think Norman Osborn would be that much of a psychopath but that he'd kill. He's, he's, he was though. Yeah, yeah but I don't. He hated Peter in the early books. I mean, but, this happened in Spider-Man 121, 122. But his hate for Peter wouldn't wouldn't translate into killing Gwen Stacy, someone completely <laughs> unrelated. But right. if Peter loves her, it 
I just watched it again. He hits her with the web. The web is getting around her, but it's too late. She hits the ground, and then he pulls her up. I swear, I just watched it. I've seen the movie a million times. He catches her. There's he no catches way. her right at the ground, and her head hits the ground. For anyone Honestly. that's wondering, we're, we're ha- Matt's showing Mike the video of what's happening, saying that she hit the ground. Yeah. I don't know. I've never seen the movie. Boom! Before. Her head hits. You hear the boom. Yeah, her head. That's She died of a broken neck. Oh. If you look at the center of her back, her back does not hit the ground. <laughs> Matt is pissing me off. What's next? Let's get off the topic. <laughs> yeah, get off of Before I hit well, Matt with something speak, hard. Speaking of deaths in movies, what's your favorite death oh, scene oh. in a movie? Uh, we have the most memorable. We have the classics like Hans Gruber oh, from Hans Die Gruber, Hard. Yeah. Uh, we have Hans Solo. Um, Han Solo. The, what's that? What's her Don't name? There's some woman from The Hateful Eight that dies. I forget her. The, Greedo in the original Star Wars yeah. was a great one. Uh, we have Dar- uh, We already said Darth Vader, right? Darth Maul um, from Star Wars. Where another Star Wars Episode one was, one. um... What's his name? That, uh... The Youngling. No, well, yeah, that's another one. Yoda? Um, not Yoda, um... Well, that's a class... The guy with the dread, the green dude. No, uh, in Episode 1, um... Obi-Wan's... Uh, yeah, um... Qui-Gon Jinn. Qui-Gon oh, Jinn, there you go. Yeah, that's a classic Why one. were you doing this? I was thinking of um, Darth Maul. I oh, was trying to no, think no, of... Darth, yeah, Darth Maul's the guy that got chopped in half. Yeah, right? but he killed Qui-Gon Jinn. Yeah. That's why I was doing the horns. I couldn't think of any names. Well, you, know, te- you know, actually, he doesn't die because in the Star and Wars Rebels show, he gets, like, robot legs. Robo- yeah, but that, that's, yeah. let's not go into Yeah, let's not get into um, what are some that's, other, that's What are some other great movie deaths? You know, Gwen Stacy was one. Um... Gwen Stacy was great. Wow, you're not great. But <laughs> I, iconic. I, I thought Norman Osborn's death in the first Spider Man was um pretty good. I would say the death of Zod in in Superman and the uh, oh, the original the, one yeah. or the death of Superman also. Yeah, no. Um, uh, the death of the Joker from uh, the Dark Knight Rises when he when uh, Heath Ledger falls off the side he never of the... but he doesn't fall he, that, they purposely did that where he, they didn't he was supposed to die in the movie mm-hmm. but they didn't show it because just, Heath well, Ledger died well let's died. just assume he, he just, died in the movie he hangs him off the building let's yeah. just say Bruce Wayne's parents Bruce Wayne's parents <laughs> or some um, Uncle, Peter, ben. Uncle Ben Peter Parker's um, that oh, oh god what's his, his parents death in uh, the newer Amazing Spider-Man movie that was kind of sad too watching that uh, yeah like the plane crashing and all that what is um, Superman's uh, parents, his dad, yeah. yeah. Well, the I'm not gonna save you, even though I can save you from a tornado. I'm just gonna sit here and watch you die. It's pretty, pretty cynical of Superman. <laughs> like he can get there. He can get there. Uh, well, I'm just gonna leave you there. He That's can get cool. there and back before you know tornado um, hits. The, um, Ajax from Deadpool. <laughs> When, a- when, Ajax when, is a when great Colossus one. is like, that's a memorable one. Everyone must make a delight choice, and, <laughs> and he just shoots. And then he there. starts throwing yeah. up. He's like, "What the hell was that for? It took too long." What about the dude in Mad Max? The old man. Mad Max oh. is a great one where his face gets ripped off. Or uh, no, the uh, the or, what, what's, what's the name? thing's name on its shoulder? He has he drew like it has a tattoo of a smiley face on it. The, the little wart that the, he has. The uh, cancerous the wart. Yeah. He, he has a smiley face drawn on. <laughs> no, but, um, what's a good one? Johnny Depp in the Nightmare on Elm The Nemesis from Resident Evil. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to think of some. I mean, there's some like you know, there's some great scenes that lead up to deaths, like in Predator, where some. Oh great yeah. Ones. You know the guy, the 
Native American guy that stands on the thing and cuts himself with a giant knife, and then all of a sudden you hear him scream. But um, there, there's some great ones. I'm trying to think of some other movies that I'm, I'm thinking of like one more, and then yeah, and then we'll, let's see yeah, how much time we have because Roger has to get to work. We're actually doing this on a Monday instead of a Sunday. I had a yeah. show the other day, but um, I guess I think I have my my favorite death scene would have to be from. Um, from uh, I think State was it Saving Private Ryan? It was um the sniper dude that was up in the uh, okay. in the in the tower and he was sniping all the uh, yeah the and then they shoot him with yeah, the he tank. Was sniping all the all the Germans in the tank shot into the building. But I don't know if they killed him or not. Oh yeah, that did. Yeah, but I was like I was um, like that, it was memorable, but it wasn't. I wasn't like wow, that was awesome. I was like holy what shit, about, that's uh, pretty surreal. Who's the what's the guy's name that was uh wrote in Road to Perdition? Have you ever seen that? Yeah, that's a great death. Oh, my last big death that I remember. I actually, this is the first time. Oh, I Scarface. Scarface. Scarface is an iconic one. Yeah. I remember this is like the first time I ever cried watching a movie. Oh, it God. was. This is just. Matt's on true fairly story. emotional, actually. If this, this is this is a based on a true story though. We are Marshall, where the whole team dies in that plane crash. Well, I watched that in school, and I was like sitting in the back with my head on the desk, like, oh my God. <laughs> Everybody's looking at him like you. <laughs> it was sad. It's not a death, but the one that always gets me is uh, what's remember the Titans where the kid breaks oh his back? God, yeah. Oh God! Oh God! Oh. Oh yeah, that that one gets me. Oh. Um, I I have to admit that. Well, um, what else we got on that I paper? Don't, I don't know. We How have... about a, a, a nice little game of who would win? Oh God! Oh Jesus! <laughs> Matt's you, favorite. Yeah, game. Matt loves playing who would win, but I don't. If you want, that's what this is gonna be like. We're gonna have. Hopefully one day people will start sending in their who would wins. Well, we haven't. Well, I have something I'd like to talk about. We have one more so, thing before we do a couple who would wins. Um, what about the Nintendo port? Well, there's that. We can get to that next time. Um, but one we have to get to one get to is Rogue One, since we probably oh, won't, yes, we probably won't have another podcast until Rogue One comes out. So, how excited are you for Rogue One? Um. I'm up there. I'm uh, pretty. I'm pretty excited, but I don't have my hopes too far up because Whitaker. I wasn't. To be it, honest, Forrest Whitaker, you know, it's great actor. To be honest, I wasn't really that excited about the Force Awakens because I, I felt, I felt like out it was of the a, shop. No, it was get a, out now. No, it was a great movie. Don't get me wrong; it was a great movie. But I felt like the ending. It was like the whole time through, I'm getting the hands up under the table, <laughs> and then right as you're about to, to to bust off, they just stop and they go, "No, no, no! You'll get the rest of them in here." And I'm like, "But what? The, it's it, they, it, but we knew that was going to happen. I know, but it's, it, it, it's, it's like just, going into a hand job. Like, look, look, you're gonna, <laughs> you're not gonna finish me off. You're gonna give me blue balls and then come back a year later and finish me off. <laughs> no, and but then even next year they won't finish you off. It's like the Lord of the Rings movies where they just go, "Oh, what's gonna happen but that's, next that's, time?" Oh, that's the, the next, thing with an ongoing movie. story. I know, but you have to leave some. That's the, but it, I'm just, I just don't like. People are always saying that, like, oh, you know, they didn't with. All kinds of stuff, um, TV shows and everything else. Uh, of course, they're not. Walking Dead, where they left you on cliffhanger, they're not going to give it to you because that's what makes you come back the next time. You, right. you want to come back and see. You're, if you don't have something to look forward to, you're not going to come back. Where the original Star Wars, you know, they didn't know if there was going to be a second one, so they did a movie as a complete movie, and then they got two more. So they that's why they left it. If you remember the cliffhanger on. Empire is one of the biggest ones ever, and they left it on that so you would come back the next time mm -hmm. to see what happened. If you have multiple movies or multiple TV shows, you have to leave it on a cliffhanger to bring people back. 
it's just I, I'm a. Did you see the new thing that um her the family, the main family focus on Rogue One is they're tying in the crystals. They control the crystals that are for the Death Star. That's how they're tied into mm-hmm. it. So I mean, I'm I'm interested in because it it'll give a little bit of insight as to how in from the original from Episode Four how they got the yeah. plans for the Death Star. But it's, it's, it, many many rebel spies have died getting yeah, it would, these Yeah, it would be cool to get that sort of insight into the story. But at the same time, I'm like, I'll see it. But I'm not um, – I guess in my it, age, I'm not as, like, over-the-top excited, excited for it. I'm excited for it. I'm excited for it, but you I'm, can't not, say your I'm, age not, I'm not, like, I'm not like jumping up and down like, woo Star Wars! But, I'm like, hey, um, I'll, I'll there, see it. There's also a fine line between too much information and the lure of a movie. We found that out with the original Star Wars where – there was always the lure to the Star Wars, mm-hmm. and then George Lucas kind of screwed it all up by giving us too much information about the backstory. It's like, oh, this is what happens. We don't, we didn't need the Galactic Senate and all that. We we kind of knew what happened, but it kind of took away from what the movies were originally. Yeah, well, Matt, you've been quiet yeah, like Matt, this whole podcast. What do you think except about Matt has not talked barely at all, except for his. Infinity movie War. for Infinity War, and he's been pouting ever no, since. I'm more excited for Darth Vader and Ray being in this. There you go. It's aren't they getting um? Please don't bring it. Don't no. I know exactly what you're gonna say, and if they do, I'm gonna be sad. Who? Jar Jar? No. No. <laughs> you what, can get out of the shop with the, that the, one. The, the guy who played Darth Vader originally. Aren't they getting him? To play? Um. No, they have the voice for um James Darth Vader. Earl James Earl Jones is coming back supposedly. Um. I hate you. <laughs> I heard they're using his face and all, though. Oh, God. And I don't know how true it is. That was a rumor a year ago, so we don't know how true it is. But they were talking about bringing him back for stuff. That's and the only movie he's ever done that's, yeah, pretty much. He, he's done a few other ones. You are Le- the chosen Le- one. He was in Leaper and that kind of stuff. You were but. supposed to. <laughs> you were supposed to protect See, I would love. I would love a standalone Obi-Wan, Obi-Wan movie. That would be great. That would be cool. Where it's, it, where it's after in. after Qui-Gon Jinn dies and Obi-Wan has to kind of find a new master and train himself, it. get an apprentice, all that Only stuff. Only if they have, uh, what's his name? Ian, is it Ian Anakin? McGregor? Yeah. Who's um, the guy that plays Ewan McGregor. Yeah, if he plays him, I don't but know. But he, he's kind of older now, so he'd have to play like an in-between. Like, that's you know, what I'm saying. They uh, need a movie between three and four, I think. We, but that's yeah. what Rogue One is doing. In yeah, no, but they're not following four. him. They need like yeah. a, an in-between movie where he's in his forties. So like, but that, I guess what I th- I think that would take a lot of the mystery out of it because in Episode Four, when you're introduced to Ben Kenobi and you f- realize, well, he's but you could leave yeah, it, but, you but could leave it off before that's the, there. That's the that's the question though that that if you give, I feel like if you give too many answers and something as big as Star Wars, you're just going to ruin it yeah, because yeah. the whole point the, of the lore of, of it, yeah, because when. When you find that Ben Kenobi is just hanging out on this planet with with Luke Skywalker, you you start to think to yourself, okay, why is he there? After you but realize that he also, was, you know, after you realize he was the mentor of Darth Vader, why is he on this planet with his? Why is he on this planet with his son? Maybe it's to look over him and make sure he's not going to the dark side. Maybe it's to train him to be a Jedi to fight his father. Who knows? The one property I am praying, and I've told everybody about this. We need a dark Netflix series like they're doing with Daredevil and Punisher. Disney is actually taking their darks out there. We need a dark Darth Maul series. Like, like Star Wars. Pre Darth, where he like, gets. Like Boba Fett. Pre, they're, they're doing Boba all that. Fett. But pre where he gets. You're going to get some heat. <laughs> pre where he gets cut in half. We need 
a nice series of him like being a the jerk. Sith. Dude, he, being the Sith. If you, just, you if a ten ten episode hour long like they do for Daredevil or were they thirteen episodes or whatever. I don't know. But one season, Disney, I guarantee that will sell amazing. Well look how look how well then my last point on it, but look how well Star Wars Rebels is doing. Exactly. Because that's a Disney property with Star Wars, and the most popular things about it are the fact that you see the Sith and Darth Maul. Everybody who, who, wants to know the backstory of Sith. Because Dar- Darth Maul, in, the, in that whole series, it's just him and his brother going around trying to usurp the Sith by becoming their own. They're, they're, they're trying and, to and usurp the We need the a live himself. action one, though. We need, yeah. We about, do, cartoons, not everybody they, can watch cartoons. But I'm saying they could have something like that. Yeah. Where, where you could show that Darth Maul's trying to usurp the Emperor, and then he loses. And then he tries again and again and again to rouse Sith to his cause. And we yeah. see we see the Sith assassins who have black lightsabers, which are freaking awesome looking. Yeah. And what I would also like to say, I know they're going to go into it in some of the later movies, but the Knights of Ren would probably make a really cool series to mm-hmm. a TV. Once they introduce them a little bit more, but that would probably make a really cool, you know, TV series or Netflix series. You know, following the Knights of Ren and all that stuff. So. Right. What do you I think? They should just do like a bounty hunter show, like have all like Moss. They're they're planning on I from what I hear they're planning on doing a Boba Fett movie because they already announced that he did make it out of the Sarlacc pit and they have the Han Solo movie coming out the Han Solo movie how the hell did he make it out of the Sarlacc pit he got he eaten. has flamethrowers and yeah but he got eaten it, by the Sarlacc you can't get out of he there didn't, not necessarily went all the way down they just saw him go in but you didn't see how far down he went oh, okay. um so it's like I, Battlefront where he falls in he's like no not again well it's you know there's a million different things but they're all they're doing the Han Solo one with um, you know, uh, Dan- Donald Glover is going to be playing uh, Lando Calrissian. Calvar- I'm looking forward to seeing the little game. Danny Glover is playing Donald Glover. I'm looking oh. forward to see how like the little game where he wins the Millennium Falcon from. Lando. Yeah, exactly. You know, and Do- I, 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 they couldn't Chewie. have picked a better person than Donald Glover to play young Lando. How he I'm, meets Chewie is yeah. cool too. He just has that attitude where it's like you know, it's he's a great pick for Lando. <laughs> I don't know who they picked for Han yet, though. I don't know. I have no idea. Harrison Ford? (laughs) 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 With the technology they have, they made uh, Robert Downey Jr. look like he was in his 20s. Yeah, but he kind of looked a little weird, though. It was was a little off. It's great technology. They're getting there, but it was still a little off. That's kind of why I think they did it as a, uh, you know, a... A and one-off for an animation War. type thing that he was going through in his mind. The one they really did well on though was uh, Michael Douglas mm-hmm. for Ant Man. Yeah. But let's do one or two battles, Matt. No, I, I, don't, I don't. I'm good. Are you sure, Matt? You sure? Okay. All right. Well, I think that's all for the day. Yep, um, that's it. As this usual, uh, if you have any questions or want us to talk about something that you you know take get our take on it, you know, shoot us over in the email at uh, backissuehour at gmail dot com. Like us on Facebook. That too. <laughs> like us on Facebook. All right. Well, this is the give, back issue. Give, hour. A, give us a nice review oh. on uh, <laughs> iTunes. You know, yes, we're pleading with you. Oh, okay. Okay. Anyway, go but, ahead. Uh, this is the back issue hour. Signing off. I'm Roger. Matt. And Mike. How are right. going, guys? See you later. Together, they form the world's greatest force, dedicated to truth, peace, and justice for all mankind.